This is Theology for the Rest of Us with your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Kenny Ortiz. This is Theology for the Rest of Us coming at you from the great metropolis of Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is episode 286, and I'm going to be tackling a topic I got by email from a, from a listener of the podcast. The topic is, what does it mean to be saved? Or what do I mean when I use the terminology saved? Uh, I think it's a great question because sometimes I forget that uh, different people use different terms differently. And I think it's important to define our terms effectively. Hey, before we get to the content uh, for this episode, quick reminder about ratings and reviews. If you love the podcast, if it's been helpful to you or a blessing to you in any way whatsoever, and if you have not yet left a review, please, please do so as soon as possible. Uh, Ratings and reviews are a really big help to the show. In essence, they help us reach more people. So head on over, leave a great rating review. That'd be great. Also, don't forget to check out our website when you get a chance. On the website, you can check out all the recommended resources, books, blogs, curriculums, things of that nature. And you can search the site. Uh, You can search through all of the old archive episodes. You can search by topic uh, or subject. A lot of people find that to be helpful. So encourage you to check that out. It's theologyfortherestofus.com. All right, let's get to the topic at hand. I got an email from Olivia in the UK. It's really cool to, to think about that there are people listening to this podcast all over the world. And uh, I've gotten a chance to correspond with several people over in the UK, uh, across the pond, as some would say. Um, so this is the email I got from Olivia. She says this, hello, my name is Olivia. I'm from the UK. I've always had an interest for theology, and I've recently started listening to your podcast, and I really, really enjoy them. I am baptized and confirmed Roman Catholic. Therefore, I'm not always familiar with some of the terminology you use. So I wanted to ask, what does it mean to be saved? Through my understanding of Catholicism, we only use the term saved when speaking of our redemption or salvation. But seeing as salvation is an ongoing process, I've always been under the impression that we were saved in the past, we are saved presently through the Eucharist, and we will be saved at the end of time. I hope to hear from you regarding your thoughts. Olivia, really great question. Uh, As I mentioned a moment ago, I think it's important that we define our terms, and I do sometimes forget that that I'm using terminology that might not always match what other people are accustomed to. So sometimes don't, doesn't, you know, some of the things I may say may not make sense. Um, when I use the term saved, I am typically using that term interchangeably um, with, uh, with converted or born again. And if I'm honest, I'm probably using that word wrongly some of the time. I probably need to be be more careful and be a little more specific as to how I utilize the term saved. And so usually when I use the word saved, and I think when a lot of American Protestant evangelicals use the word saved, uh, we typically are referring to someone who's been converted, someone who was not a follower of Jesus. Uh, however, they were uh, then had a, had a moment in their life or, or an instance in their life where God got a hold of their hearts where they made a profession of faith, where they said, okay, yes, I'm going to believe in Jesus. I'm a follower of Jesus. And they made a choice to follow Christ and then had kind of this transform, transformative experience. 
Uh, so typically, that's that's actually the process of conversion. When someone has their their spirit transformed by God, and 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 they make a profession of faith in Christ, they say, "Yes, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm a believer." And now, rather than being, you know, headed to hell if they were to die in that moment, now they are headed for heaven. Basically, I would say that there are people who were not genuine followers of Jesus, but then they become genuine followers of Jesus. Well, those particular people, that group that are now genuine followers of Jesus, we frequently refer to them as saved. Or whenever we're having conversations, we would typically say things like, oh, when were you saved? Which really means, when did you become a genuine follower of Jesus? When did you make uh, that first genuine profession of faith in Christ? So people who are unsaved are those who are living for themselves. They're committed to living life on their own terms. They're the non-believers, so to speak. Those that we refer to as saved, they're the ones that are committed to being loyal to Jesus, to making Jesus number one, uh, to, to being genuine believers in Christ and in Christ alone. That's, in essence, who we're typically referring to when we use the terminology saved. When many Christians use the term saved, we're basically referring to genuine Christians. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. When we say someone's saved, it just means that we believe that they're genuine followers of Christ, that they're you know genuinely Christian. And again, if I'm honest, it's probably not the ideal way to use that word because I recognize that it can be a, a little bit confusing. Also, Olivia, I agree with the concept or that terminology when people say, Hey, we were saved, we're being saved, we will be saved. I, I agree with that concept uh, mostly. And let me explain what I mean by that. I do believe people were saved past tense, meaning that there was a specific moment where they made a profession of faith in Christ and really experienced a, a genuine transformation, that God really got a hold of their heart and, and made a, a real genuine spiritual change in their life and in their hearts. So we've already been saved. But in another sense, we are continually being saved. We are continually uh, being rescued from ourselves, from our own sin, from the curse of sin. You know, Because we have friendship with God, we can continually trust in him. And by his grace and his power, uh, we can continually be sanctified. We can grow in our faith. Uh, we, we can basically learn to sin less in our life and continually be molded to be more like Jesus day by day, more and more like Christ. So in one sense, we are continually being saved. And then in another sense, we will be saved, something that hasn't yet happened, specifically referring to the end of this age where we will be rescued from the wrath of God, rescued from the flames of hell, rescued from eternal condemnation, rescued from eternal damnation that we so richly deserve because of our sin. So I would agree with you, Olivia, with that concept. We were saved. We are indeed continually being saved. And we look forward to that moment in the future when we will be saved. Last thing I'll say is this, to be saved, to be rescued, to, to have friendship with God, uh, to be with him for all of eternity— there's only one way. That's through Christ. If you choose to believe in Jesus, put all your hope and faith and trust in Christ alone. If you believe he can save you and you ask him to save you, then you will be saved. The Apostle Paul says it this way in Romans chapter 10. 
If you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you will be saved. That's it. If you genuinely believe in your heart that he rose from the dead, and if you are willing to profess and claim, I know that Jesus Christ is indeed the Lord of all. If you do those things, you will be saved. That is a truth worth celebrating. Olivia, thanks for your email. I really appreciate it. Hope this episode was helpful to you. If anyone listening to this wants me to address a topic or a question on the show, feel free to shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. My email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. <laughs>